Welcome to Raised by TV Podcast. I'm Natalie. I'm Natalie, and uh, that, that there's Jackie. I'm Jackie. I don't like your super cheery introductions. Was it super cheery? I don't think that's super cheery. Maybe super cheery for us, but not super cheery for the most of the population. It sounds cheery to me. Anyway, Maybe. hi. This is a, hi. a podcast about something. This is the... Yeah, welcome to the original Raised by TV podcast. Uh, this is a podcast where we uh, discuss our favorite TV shows from from uh, past and present. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, um, so I wanted to tell you, I started watching Mindhunter. Um, I wanted to talk about that yeah. a little bit on this podcast. Um, Karen Kilgariff talks yeah. about it all the time. So I, Yeah. And... Um, I knew I would like it because it's about serial killers, and it's so good. I watched the whole thing, like, pretty quickly. Really? Yeah, it's so good. You definitely need to watch it. I'll watch it. Is it on uh, Netflix? It's on Netflix, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they, like, actually interview, like, you know, real serial killers. Like, obviously, it's not the real serial killer, but people being, like, they acting as the real, real serial killers? real serial killers? Yeah. Like, Ed Kemper is, like, in a lot yeah. of it, and, um... It's really good, and there's a lot yeah, of... Yeah, they like, were talking about that on today's episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. You should definitely listen to it, or watch it, All listen right. to it. Um, and then also, John and I Just started listen. watching Shameless. Like, I watched Shameless back in the day when it was new. I watched the first, like, two seasons, I think. Yeah, me too. But, but then, then I, I, was, I haven't been caught up. Yeah, then I fell off, so we started watching it again, and I think we're on season three now, which I thought I had watched up to season three, but I don't like I definitely didn't watch any of these episodes so I guess I only watched up to season two but oh my god it's so good I'm obsessed yeah we're in the middle of watching it now I didn't want to stop to record this but (laughs) (laughs) I was like no I want to keep watching this but it's really good so I highly recommend that as well yeah oh and um uh I wanted to talk about uh our newest review Oh, yeah. So... Do you, do you have it in front of you, or should, should I find it? You can you find it, it, but before you read it, I would really like to first say that we're from New Jersey. We <laughs> say like a lot. It's irresponsible to play a drinking game in which you drink every time <laughs> we say the word like. And I apologize for our um, our hand in, in good old Pete's death. Good old Pete's death. I'm so sorry, Pete. We didn't mean to kill you. <laughs> but we did not intend to be responsible for the lives of anyone no. with this podcast. But I would so. I would like to say one thing on behalf of our our good friend Pete that um Pete's our best friend too. Pete's our Pete, yeah. best friend Pete's too. Pete's our best friend too. <laughs> <laughs> So, upon hearing about poor old Pete's death, Natalie and I were reminded of a song we once wrote in reference to... A song we once wrote. 
<laughs> in reference to a line from one of the, the one of the greatest movies of Summer all time, Catch. if I do say so myself. Starring Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> and Jessica Biel. And Matthew Lillard. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. What a fantastic film. But there's the line <laughs> I, where, where they're all hugging each other and then Pete's left out and they say, Pete's our best friend too, and they Pete's include our best him friend in the too. hug. So we wrote and a we song. Did. A little we did ditty. write a song. And it goes a little something D- like this. to Pete, and we, we will sing it to, to honor this fine Pete's death. Pete's our best friend, too. Pete's our Pete's best friend, too. Pete's our best friend, too. Pete's I think it just repeated. Too. Pete's our best friend, too. Best oh, yeah, friend that's, too. The, that's the whole song. <laughs> that's all. That's yeah. it. <laughs> that's the whole thing. But poor old Pete's death reminded me of that song we wrote, so I would like to dedicate that song to Pete. R.I.P. Pete. For everyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, we got a review, <laughs> our most recent review, um, from ba- from We Miss You Pete, um, says, fun to listen to. My friends and I made a drinking game to play while listening to this podcast. The game was to take a shot every time they said the word like. We all got alcohol poisoning. Pete died. <laughs> like I said... We're from New Jersey. That's an irresponsible game to play. You may as well be playing Russian roulette with, with a fully loaded gun. Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> might as well. Either way, either way, we appreciate the review. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Leave us a review. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we'll dedicate normally, a song to you. Normally, I wouldn't read a four-star review on this podcast. Yeah, but because it was. <laughs> yeah, but because we wanted to uh, give dear old Pete a shout-out, we decided Pete. to read it. Mm-hmm. But just... You know, so you know in the future, we will only be reading five-star reviews from now on. <laughs> or really hilarious one-star reviews, but please don't leave us a one-star no, review. No, don't, 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 don't encourage one-star reviews. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, uh, you got anything for me today? Uh, you know, I feel like I had so much that I wanted to talk about last week, mm-hmm. but then we didn't end up recording last week, and like I lo- and then I had to get a new phone, so everything I had texted myself is gone. Yeah. So. Well, that's a thing. It's gone Happy forever. Thanksgiving, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I'm sure our really big fans noticed that we weren't around last week. Last so. week, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, sure everyone they were missed so us. So sad. But, um, yeah, I hope we you did had a plan on recording. We did mm-hmm. plan on recording on Thanksgiving Day, but we had too many, uh, yeah, there's new no family way members that to happened. meet. Yeah. yeah. It was so crowded. It was fun, though. It was the biggest Thanksgiving we've ever had in, yeah. like, I can, I think ever. Oh, I yeah. I can't remember there ever being that many people at Thanksgiving. And there was only three people there that we were actually related to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody was very nice. Yeah, it was it great. It was nice to meet meet new people mm-hmm. and yeah. I think that's the better way to do it the less rel- the less actual relatives the, the less better. actual less people yeah. you know and less yeah. yeah the less people that have any kind of expectation of you right. in any way exactly we did get an, uh, a question about kids about uh, having, when we're having children daddy asked, asked us daddy asked us he said I need a grandson to give my guns to oh yeah that's right but no one asked us when we were having kids. We just said no, we didn't want not. them. No, and I daddy think, said, well, yeah, I need maybe. a grandson to give my guns to. Sure, And that's sure, when I told true. him that Erica might have kids. That's right, that's right. <laughs> also, with, there, was, there were no political discussions. That's true. Which was very relieving. I was so happy about that. 
I mean, I think it's because there was mix, mixed company. Yeah, exactly. New people. Exactly. So that's Thank another, God. <laughs> another plus for having uh, people you don't know at your Thanksgiving dinner. Yep. Except sometimes you have dinner with people you don't know and they have no boundaries and they just randomly ask, True. so what do you think about Trump? Yeah, thank God that didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Considering you and I, we we were probably, I don't know about those people, but we're in the minority. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I I think at least two of those people were probably similar to us. Yeah. I think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The younger ones? Yeah. Yeah. Or also... Actually, three. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. But, um... Oh, also, John bought a Nintendo Switch, and it's really awesome, and we got Mario Kart and this new game called Mario Odyssey that's really fun, and it's it's really cool, and... Is it a new Mario Kart? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a newer one. Like, specifically for the Switch? It's like Mario Kart 8. Because we had the one for the Wii U. Well, I, no, think, I think that's the, I think they the make the same have. one for the Wii. Yeah, it's not like for the, just yeah, for the so, Switch. So it's, no. But, but it's the I new was, Mario Kart. That's what I was asking. Like, is it a new version no. of Mario Kart? Well, it's a, I, I mean, it is it's, a new version of Mario Kart, but it's not different than... Not different yeah. than the one. Does it have Dolphin right. Shoals? Huh? Scott's asking if it has Dolphin Shoals. I don't understand what you're saying to me. <laughs> the level, Dolphin Shoals. Oh, I don't know. Never mind. I, we haven't played it that <laughs> It probably much. does. If it's Mario Kart 8, I think that's the same one we have. Yeah. Anyway, it's cool. I like it. It's a cool thing. John went nuts and bought that. Well, <laughs> obviously, full price the weekend of Thanksgiving. They weren't giving a discount on that thing. No. <laughs> but we went to Target, and it really wasn't that crowded. I went to DSW, and it wasn't that bad. That's good. But there also wasn't, like, a real sale going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was a good weekend. I bought a bunch of clothes online, too. um, I didn't. This week, on this podcast, we are going to be talking about the wonderful show called Parks and Rec. Would you like to get started? (laughs) Yeah. Let's let's get started. Let's get started. (laughs) You want me to start? Yeah. Okay. Parks and Rec was created by Greg Daniels and Michael Schur. It aired on NBC from April 9th, 2009, April 9th, 2009 to February 24th, 2015. Um, you want to go into characters? I have, so what I did was, since the show Parks and Rec, the greatest thing about this show is the characters. It's what Agreed. holds the whole thing all together. It's what, it's just, it's just what makes the show great is the characters and they're hilarious and their their relationships with each other and it's the best part. So instead of um, just listing the characters like we normally do and who the actor is, I, I wrote a little bit or I stole a little bit from Wikipedia, the Wikipedia page. I wrote I wrote like about, about each character. I wrote about like two characters and what their greatest likes and hates are. And then, okay, so and most of my stuff is about characters too, but like I didn't do like a list yeah. of the characters. I just like yeah. have funny. Things I was just I to say. when as I was listing the characters like I normally do, I I like decided that we should just put a little blurb about each of them. So I'll I'll go through those, and then if you want to add anything that you have yeah. about each character, you can if you want to do it that way, we can do that. 
just it'll be more conversational. We just had people move in downstairs and they're moving in and I can hear them outside the window as if like I'm oh, right no. next to them. <laughs> I, hope, I hope that's not like audible on this audible. podcast. <laughs> I can't hear it currently but well, I'm you in your ear it. So. exactly you're in my ear yeah. of course you can't hear it <laughs> um anyway keep going sorry it'll be fine okay so Leslie Nope is our main character who's played by Amy Poehler mm-hmm. she's a mid-level bureaucrat with a strong love of her hometown Pawnee uh who has n- who has not let politics dampen her sense of optimism Anything said, else you want to say about I said Leslie? she loves waffles and everyone and everything else she's an inspiration to us all she is the most positive person I love her ever I like to think that John's mom's gonna be like the Leslie Nope of West she's on the town council I think she will be (laughs) I think she will be too she's a little bit I can see it she's a little bit less like you know happy-go-lucky she's more like realistic but she's definitely she's definitely as passionate and as inspirational as Leslie Nope does she love Westfield as much as Leslie well, loves Pawnee. I don't think so. I don't think anyone loves anything <laughs> as much as Leslie loves Pawnee. <laughs> but I think she has high hopes for Westfield the way that Leslie has well, high hopes good. for Pawnee. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe in Dawn. Dawn Mackey, Ward 4. I think she can. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the election's already really? over, so I'm not being, I'm not really being political. Um, no, anyway. she already won. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, the other word that we say a lot that you shouldn't do a drinking game with is anyway. We say that, yeah. I think we say that and more yeah. than we say like, yeah. And yeah, but I think yeah. they put that, like, they're, the subject of the review was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Because <laughs> we do, because we just agree with each other, so every, anything you say, I say yeah, and anything I say, you say yeah. Like Our, our whole podcast just, is just us reassuring each other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're just big narcissists that need constant reassurance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> no. Only a narcissist not, would record their right. own voice and put it out for the world. To I mean, hear. I think that's definitely true. <laughs> Absolutely. Doesn't mean that I think this is a good podcast. It just means that I'm no. a narcissist. Nobody Very said different. this was a good podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing point. this for ourselves. This is not for anyone else. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. Who's All right. next? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ann Perkins. Ann Perkins. Ann Perkins. I, she's my least favorite character. Aww, I like Ann, <laughs> she's but I can so see. She's so boring. She's boring, yeah. She's the most well, anyway, boring Anne, human. Ann Perkins is played by Rashida Jones, who is a nurse and political outsider who gradually becomes more involved in Pawnee government through her friendship with Leslie. I just love that Leslie loves Ann so much. I know. Leslie loves Ann. <laughs> she loves hilarious, Ann. But I prefer I the show when Ann is not on it anymore. <laughs> oh. She's just boring. And it sucks. I don't dislike Anne, but I have, yeah, like, neutral feelings about Anne. But, like, I love Rashida Jones, and they didn't do her justice on this show or on The Office. Like, they gave her two roles that were just not good. All right, so this is a perfect segue into what I brought up to Scott before, and this just confirmed 
that that's not true. <laughs> so I just I forgot that Rashida Jones was in both. But I was saying this guy before. So is The Office in the same world as Parks and Rec? But that can't be true unless Rashida, unless Ann Perkins and Karen Filippelli uh, are just ha- like identical long-lost strangers. twins or something. They could be identical strangers or long lost twins. Identical strangers, like in that in that movie, Two of a Kind or whatever. Two of a Kind, called. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's possible. Yeah, Two of a. <laughs> it was such a good movie, it takes, though. It takes, it takes two. two. Yeah, Two of a Kind was the TV <laughs> was show. Was a show. That's yeah. right. Whatever. <laughs> Mary Kate and Ashley, it's the same shit. <laughs> I think you're right about that. I think Scott. So too. I have to tell you this. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> if Mary Kate and Ashley could be identical strangers, then so could Rashida Jones yeah. and Rashida Jones. So, so we were, you know, we were talking about before: is The Office and Parks and Rec in the same world? Mm-hmm. And we were saying, yeah, maybe it is. But then I just, we just, I just realized Rashida Jones is in both. Yeah. So, do you think that that means it's not in the same world, or they're just identical strangers or long identical lost twins? Strangers or long lost twins. But, all right, where are they on the timeline? Maybe, like... Maybe Karen Filippelli went into the Witness Protection Program exactly and became Ann Perkins. She became Ann Perkins. We'd have to do some research to see when to see she the left timeline. one show and began the other one. Because there's definitely yeah. crossover with those shows. I feel like it might be that time period. Like, when, after Karen was not on the office anymore... I don't know. I don't feel like looking it up right now, but we'll do research no. on that later. <laughs> Figure that or if out. somebody wants to email us and no. let us know. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want. <laughs> <laughs> email us with your fan theories. I would no, love I some don't fan, want theory your fan emails. theories. Uh, I want your fan theories. You I can you you can um, you can address your fan theories to Natalie at RBTV Podcast <laughs> and say, Jackie, do not listen, do not read this. In the subject, say. Spoiler alert, Jackie, or something. So that I yeah, please, please email me your, your fan theories. You I'd love to hear them. Spoiler alert, I will read it. I will so read them. Right, don't if, read. <laughs> I will read them on the podcast while Jackie covers her ears. I will, I will leave the <laughs> we'll room. Have, <laughs> we'll have a fan theory it. corner. A fan theory corner that's just you and me and not Jackie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll just, I'll just At record the end it with of the Scott. podcast. I'll sign off. And you yeah, can yeah. Do that part. <laughs> exactly. And I will go watch Shameless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, anyway. Yeah, anyway. Like, yeah, next? anyway. <laughs> so, that can be our catchphrase instead of, like, look, stay listen, sexy, don't get murdered. <laughs> like, yeah, anyway. <laughs> we should make t shirts. T shirts printed. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, anyway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. I love I it. Know, it Turn it around. Oh, my around. God, I don't pump my own gas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to be a New Jersey stereotype. Speaking oh my of which, God. did you see they're doing it's a reboot coffee. of Jersey Shore with the original cast? Yeah, I heard that. I'm too. so upset. Why is that happening? I'm gonna have I mean, flashbacks just, from high school. It honestly just makes me feel bad for those people. <laughs> yeah, like they not that I didn't already feel bad for them, but yeah, I know. I mean, I guess I shouldn't feel bad for them because they're making money. Yeah, doing, exactly. Getting, doing nothing. We do this podcast but, for free. So. They're yeah. a little well, bit yeah. better off than we are. 
A little bit. I'd say. Anyway, who's next? Anyway, Ron Swanson. <laughs> He's the best. Is the next on my list, played by Nick Offerman. Mm-hmm. Ron, Ron Swanson is the Parks and Rec director who, as a libertarian, believes in a small government, as, as small a government as possible. As such, Ron strives to make his department as ineffective as possible and favors hiring employees who don't care about their jobs or who are poor at it. Poor at them. Uh, though he secretly cares deeply about all his coworkers. I wrote, loves eating meat and hates everyone and everything else, off the grid libertarian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not only does he love eating meat, but he loves breakfast. That's why breakfast, him and Leslie are yeah. such good friends. That's he true. can eat a sausage and his bacon and cheats or waffles, and it's perfect harmony. What is that? Oh, never mind. What? You have a Ron Swanson shirt. Oh, the Ron Swanson Pyramid of Greatness. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you want to talk about, do you want to talk about the Ron Swanson Pyramid to, of Greatness? I don't have the shirt, like, on me. I'm not wearing <laughs> okay. it right now. But I Why can look up it? the Ron Swanson Pyramid of Greatness because it actually is um, pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Uh, but, yeah, I love Ron and Leslie's friendship. It's me too. Beautiful. I love them because they're such perfect opposites. It's unlikely. Fit together it's so unlikely. Nicely. I know. Mm-hmm. They're sweet and precious. I know. Anything else about Ron, dear Ron? Ron Swanson. You want to wait, you wait for Scott to uh, get the Ron Swanson? I mean, it's not answer. that important, but some uh, some key points from it. Buffets are like buffets are right under honor, which is right next to America, which is right above woodworking, <laughs> and then. <laughs> All the way at the bottom is body grooming and facial hair. <laughs> and rage. It's wonderful. And everything in between is fantastic as well. We'll post so that sad. on Instagram. Okay. If we remember. Just in case anyone has forgotten. And fish for sport only because it's practically a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. I, I think described... there's one episode where he's offered a salad, and he says, of course they don't want a salad. What am I, a rabbit or something? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. <laughs> I'm not a rabbit. <laughs> I once described our dad as Ron Swanson, but rides motorcycles. Accurate. Yeah. It's kind of accurate. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. <laughs> I know. They would definitely be friends, he's... except they wouldn't be nice to each other. No. Mm-hmm. But they would hang out. <laughs> Our dad's a little bit more personable oh, yeah, than Ron course. Swanson. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd win in a fight, though? Who'd win in a fight? Your dad. I mean... I don't know. Our dad's bigger, but say. Ron Swanson's younger. Yeah. Ron's mm-hmm. younger. Yeah, that's true. Might be more agile. But I feel like they're both kind of passive when it comes to, like, that kind of... Yeah, that kind of fighting. Yeah. yeah. I think so, too. I don't think they would fight. I think they'd go hunting together and get a steak. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't, like, talk the whole time. They exactly. They would just yeah. grunt while they were eating their steak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that happen. That's fabulous. really good. Okay, so who's next? Like, uh, Tom Haverford is next on my list. Tom Haverford. Tom, cool. Tom That'll Haverford be a good segue played. into my Tom Haverford quotes. 
Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Tom Haverford is played by Aziz Ansari. Uh, he, Tom is Leslie's sarcastic, underachieving subordinate who eventually begins to consider leaving his city hall job to pursue his own entrepreneurial interests, um, specifically one with one uh, Jean-Ralph, Jean-Ralph. Jean-Ralphio <laughs> Jean-Ralph, I said. Jean-Ralph. 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 <laughs> There was this guy that used to shop at PacSun that looked exactly like John Ralphio. John Ralphio? No. I swear to God it was him. It was the most You know, John Ralphio almost has uh, Steve Steve hair. Harrington. Yeah, they look yeah, the same. Yeah, Steve Harrington hair. Yeah. They do. They look the He's same. Got the same. They've got the same look. John Ralphio just has a much larger nose. Yeah. <laughs> He's more Italian looking. Yeah, Italian exactly. slash Jewish looking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Um, All right, what are your Tom Haverford quotes? Okay, so I have I have five really good Tom Haverford quotes. We just we just were watching it and we heard a really good song that maybe oh Scott God. was singing for us that Tom Haverford sang to there, Anne. He is my I favorite. I don't remember it. <laughs> I know. Um, so number one, this is like my favorite one. This is like one of the most memorable. I think it was like in the like, I guess no, it was. It was season two. Never mind. I was going to say it was like one of the first episodes, but it was season two, episode two, The Stakeout. So he says, whenever Leslie asks me for the Latin names of any of our plants, I just give her the names of rappers. Those are some ditties. Those are some <laughs> bone thugs and harmoniums right there. Those ludicrousies are coming in great. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. I wish I could like Tom's- be as funny as these on Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going to butcher these. Um, it's okay. <laughs> the number two is... How do you make any classy, any event classy on a budget? Red carpet. My entire apartment is red carpet. On top of that, <laughs> leading into my bedroom, a second red carpet. Oh, what's this in my shoe? Red carpet insult. Everywhere I go, I'm walking on red carpet. <laughs> and that's episode, that's season four, episode 11, The Comeback Kid. Um, <laughs> three, I strapped an MP3 player to one of those floor cleaning robots. Call him DJ Roomba. Little guy cruises around and plays DJ music. Roomba. What's hot, DJ Roomba? DJ Roomba, tearing it up. DJ Roomba's <laughs> probably, like, my favorite thing from the show, too. Yeah, DJ Roomba's great. <laughs> uh, number four. Zerts are what I call desserts. Tray trays are entrees. I call sandwiches Sammies, which is something that I actually say. Yeah. <laughs> Sanduzels or Adam Sandlers. Air conditioners are cool blasters. I call big old cookies. I call cakes big old cookies. I call noodles long ass <laughs> rice. Fried chicken is fry fry chicky chick. Chicken parm is chicky chicky parm parm. Chicken cacciatore, chicky catch. I call eggs pre birds or future birds. Root beer is super water. Tortillas are bean blankets. And I call forks food rakes. <laughs> What was the last one? Uh, he calls forks food rakes. Food rakes. Uh, and the that's like one, probably the best best thing. No, this from last the show. one. This okay. last one is the best and most relevant. Okay. Every day I start by hitting up Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Sometimes I like to throw in LinkedIn for the professional shoddies. Then I like to go on Reddit. Reddit is great because it has all the important links. Wikipedia. Man, mankind's greatest invention. You can learn about anything. Take Ray J, for example. We all know he's a singer. He's Brandy's brother. And he was in that classic sex tape with Kim Kardashian. But did you know he's also Snoop Dogg's cousin? And he's in the 96 Tim Burton movie, Mars Attacks? Suddenly you're on the Mars Attacks page. I love G-Chat. You can talk to anybody. I hit up Brad.Pitt. It wasn't the actor. It was actually a guy named Brad that's a teacher at Pittsburgh. <laughs> we don't have a lot 
in common, but we chat quite a bit. Emojis are little cartoons you text instead of words. Instead of saying, what up, boo, you can type, what up, and then a cute little ghost, because that means boo. There's even a little Indian guy, but he has a turban on, which I think is racist. But the Asian guy also has a racist hat on. And it's like, hold up, didn't Japanese people invent this? Podcasts. There's a million of them, and they're all amazing. John Ralphio and I have one called Nacho Average Podcast, where we rate different kinds of nachos. I wish that was real. I know. And he's right. They're all amazing, especially this one. It's true. Um, the, uh, that whole thing reminded me of the uh, <laughs> of sh- uh, a podcast shout-out I wanted to give in the beginning that I forgot about. Oh, what podcast? Uh, Dan Harmon's podcast. Oh, new, yeah. New podcast, Whiting Wongs. It's about, like, race and, like, TV writing. Yeah, you told me. It sounds really it's good. It's really good. It's really, really The episode that was out came out today was really exceptional. That's awesome. It's, um, I need to listen yeah. to it. I've listened to Harmon Town, which is also good. Because it's just like chaos, yeah. like Dan Harmon's brain in a podcast. It's really good. Yeah. This is just like, it, he has, a, it's him and a co-host, uh, mm-hmm. Jessica something. She's an Asian TV writer. That's awesome. And so it's been usually just them, but this this one that came out today, they had a, a black uh, woman TV writer also. So it was just like... Them, them just sitting there, like, talking about race together on TV shows. They were talking about that show Confederate. Oh, yeah. That's coming out. That's, mm-hmm. like, what if the... It's, like, two white guys made a show that's what if the South won the Civil War. Yeah, And it's, yeah. like, you know, it's pretty problematic. So it's just them, like, that's just them talking about that stuff. And it's, like, really, you know, you get really good insight because, you know, Dan Harmon's a white guy who has white guy... Uh, it has had the white guy experience. Right. And totally. it's him wanting to learn about, you know, other points of view and stuff. So that's cool. It's good. I like that. Uh, I definitely good for, I, I suggest white people listen to it because it can open your mind to things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anyway, that's all. That's what I wanted to say. Cool. Um, Who's next? Do you guys remember, do what? you guys remember, um, for the love of Ray J? Yeah. Yes. It was like one of those dating I totally oh forgot God. it existed, but For the Love of Ray J was like my favorite reality dating show. For the Love of Ray J. I don't J. think I ever watched that one. I definitely <laughs> watched great. A it's Shot great. of Love with Tequila Tequila. Me too. I feel like For the Love of Ray J was even better than A Shot of Love Tequila. There were and so and many And Flavor of, of Love with Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love. And then there was Rock <laughs> of Love with Brett, with, was that Brett Michaels? <laughs> yeah, with Brett Michaels. I definitely watched Flavor of Love, though. That oh, I watched Fra- that Flavor I watched. of Love, like, multiple seasons of Flavor of yeah, Love. Yeah. And then they had the spinoff <laughs> with that girl in New York, and it was like, I love New York, or whatever. Oh, my she God, that's from right. from that show, yeah. Yeah, I love New York. Oh, yeah, and I watched that one, too. I loved yeah, all of too. those dumb reality shows back in the oh day. Do you guys have to do an episode on reality dating shows from the, that I think we should do an period. episode on reality TV. On yeah. reality TV in general? Yeah. It can be just one episode. I shot at love, like, I hate that now, though, because she's fucking, like, Nazi white supremacist. Oh, my God, that's right. She is. An Asian white supremacist. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? Fucking bizarre. She's fucking crazy. What a piece of garbage that person is. I know. Like, she was always a piece of garbage, but now even more. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, But Teal Tequila was not in Parks and Rec. (laughs) Who's next? No, but April Ludgate is. <laughs> yes, she is. Okay, April Ludgate is played by Aubrey Plaza. What, are we gonna, gonna do? Say? Are we gonna do April and Chris, or not Chris? Andy, Chris Pratt. Andy. Yeah, April Next and to Andy. Each are, other? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so let's do them two, and then I can talk okay. about my April and Andy stuff. Perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. 
All right, well, April Ludgate is a cynical and uninterested Parks Department intern who becomes the perfect assistant for Ron. Um, Okay, that's about her. Uh, Anyway, so uh, fun fact about her, though, is the role was written specifically for her. Uh, The casting director, Allison Jones, told Schur, um, I just met the weirdest girl I've ever met in my life. You have to put her on your show. So funny. Did you see there was like a picture of Aubrey Plaza setting up like a desktop computer at a Starbucks? She's so funny. So (laughs) another fun fact about Aubrey Plaza is I I listened to this other podcast about the Kardashians, (laughs) which I don't watch. I don't watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but the the podcast, uh, Cardition It, is really good, and I really like the girls on it. They are like really funny. Yeah, I think you've told me about this on the uh, podcast before. So one of the girls, Marcy, um, is friends with Aubrey Plaza in real life, and she was talk. Uh, she was talking about on Halloween how like, Aubrey Plaza like puts on these haunted houses for kids in the neighborhood. That's and, so like, cool. Yeah, it's so cool. I want to be friends with Aubrey Plaza. I know we have to move out to LA because I feel like we could be friends with some of these people. We could be friends with Karen and Georgia and hang out in their pod Yeah. And that hang out with awesome. the cats with Stephen Ray Moore. But like, I listen to all these other podcasts. Uh, with people who are like not that famous like they're not as famous as Karen and Georgia Mm -hmm. but they're like really cool and I feel like I could be friends with them in real life yeah (laughs) anyway but they all live in LA we could take classes at the UCB theater (laughs) I know we could do that in New York yeah we could do that (laughs) oh man but LA's warm that would really seal the deal <laughs> on our dorkiness if we started taking improv classes. So I think we should. Do I mean, it. I've I've been wanting to. I've been Let's looking. At, I've been looking into it. I mean, we've done it in the past when we were kids. I know. <laughs> Let's do it. You want to do it with me? Um. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let's figure out how we could do that. Like on we the weekends, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. I would have to be on the weekends. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's look Let's into it. Sick improv classes. Oh no. Have you, you know the episode of Bojack Horseman where, uh, what's his name? Todd starts taking improv classes and it's like a cult and they, yeah. they force him to go on the cruise ship and then Bojack has to save him from the cult. <laughs> yeah. I bet that's real. It probably is. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, all right. Um, All right. that's, um, that's April Ludgate. So that's April Ludgate. Mm-hmm. Um, and Andy Dwyer, played by Chris Pratt, is a goofy and dim-witted but lovable slacker. Uh, Pratt was originally intended to be a guest star on the uh, guest star, and the character Andy was initially meant to appear only in the first season. But the producers loved him so much they made him a regular, which is funny. Chris Pratt was like really cool during his Parks and Rec days, I but I know. feel like he's gone so lame. Well, he's got too famous. Now and he him and he's like, Anna Faris just got divorced. He was in what what movie? He's was the Guardians he in? of the Galaxy guy. Yeah, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yeah. So he's like a huge movie star he's like now. Now big he movie he's star. Too good I know. For like Anna Faris, <laughs> which <laughs> like, is bullshit. They have a child together. Do they? Wait, Who was has the like? With them? They just got. They're just getting divorced. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Or listen to Anna Ferris's podcast. Really? She had a podcast? Yeah, yeah. she has a podcast. Oh, that's cool. And she wrote a book. Yeah, she wrote a book too. Mm-hmm. Huh. I did not know. I remember her from... She has an advice such podcast. Films as The House Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> she hasn't been in many more movies. Yeah, oh, she's, she's been in a lot of stuff. Scary movie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. She's awesome. <clears throat> but um, she has a podcast so where she gives advice and has celebrity guests. Courtney Love was one of her guests. It was really funny. Courtney Love's a maniac. Huh. Anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't never want to speak and to her. <laughs> She's crazy. Yeah, it's so weird that Andy dated Anne at the beginning. Like, I by know. the time you get to the end, the idea that that ever happened just doesn't make any it's sense. It's bizarre. Yeah. I know. But April and Andy are perfect for each other, and I love their relationship so they much. They really are perfect. And I have some <laughs> wonderful highlights of their relationship. Um, so shoot. Number one, we know that Andy has an undercover character named Bert Macklin. After yes. he and April get married, April encourages this role play with her own character, Janet Snakehole. We regularly see Bert and Janet getting into scrapes at the Snakehole Lounge, at the town hall, at the park, and other places. To all the normal people in the show, it's probably weird, but to us, it's always freaking adorable. Andy, does, Andy dons his shades, April pulls out her fake accent, and they romp around in the game of detective cat and mouse that always ends up in making out. It's the kind of thing that makes you wish you were brave enough to attempt with your own partner. Except that accent would give you too much anxiety to try it. We understand. No, I don't want to free. So but. Cute. <laughs> so cute. Oh my god, I love it. It's so funny. I love the whole Burt Macklin thing because he takes it I so know. seriously. And then I just love, I love the way that April like reacts to the weird things that Andy does. Because he like is clearly taking it seriously and she is taking it as a joke. But like plays into it. But, she understands. Yeah, she plays like, along with it. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what she does with Janet Snakehole. But then she gets real into it and I love it. <laughs> yeah. And I love her outfits that she wears when she's Janet Snakehole. Yes. <laughs> so good. So cute. I know. Um, the second one. Okay, so in this episode, the local Pawnee cult has struck again and reserved the park for what they think will be the end of the world. You remember this episode? Yeah. While everyone else is busy worrying about their relationships and businesses, Andy and April decide to live like the world is actually ending. Andy shares his bucket list with April, and she urges him to complete as many things as possible on it in one crazy day. They do things like take $1,000 out of their bank account so Andy can hold it, make the world's best grilled (laughs) cheese sandwich, and film a mini-movie so Andy can call himself an action star. In the end, they steal April's dad's car and drive it all the way to the Grand Canyon, even though Andy meant Mount Rushmore on his... (laughs) <laughs> they got there and he's like where are all the faces <laughs> but the encouragement and support that april shows andy is totally endearing and i agree and that's what i was just saying she's just so like simple. supportive yeah. i know <laughs> and then the last one i have is um at the first thought of april and andy becoming parents you might shake your head uncontrollably <laughs> they live like teenagers yeah and they they Definitely can't, couldn't take care of a child. But guess what? They manage it. Their sweet baby born on Halloween, which is perfect, to heavily yeah. made up April and an ecstatic and concerned Andy is actually named Bert Snakehole Ludgate Karate Dracula Macklin Demon Jack-O-Lantern Dwyer. Jack <laughs> But they sure. call him Jack, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down for the, for the finale. Wait, what's, what's the full name? I need to hear it again. It's... Bert Snakehole Ludgate Bert Snake Karate Hole. Dracula Macklin Demon Jack O' Lantern Dwyer. That's great. <laughs> Jack for short. Um, suddenly April gets that motherly glow and Andy has that fatherly smile and we all melt because seeing them grow from immature newlyweds eating off of frisbees to frisbees. That's my favorite. <laughs> I know me too. Is that's a beautiful the, thing and somehow we know that little Jack Dwyer is going to be okay. Not only that, but at the end of the seventh season, we discover he's going to be a big brother. Yeah. Clearly, motherhood suits April better than we thought. 
And I agree, and I love them. And that's all I have about Andy and April. What more could you say? They're perfect. What more can you say? Oh, and that episode where they, like, go shopping at, like, Bed Bath & Beyond, and they, or whatever, wherever they are, and they're at the As Seen on TV section, and they just want to buy everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can relate to that, for sure. I know. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Love As Seen on TV stuff. Remember that store, Scott, in, in the Poconos? It was all As Seen, as seen on TV stuff. It was a full Sweet. store. I think of there's one on of those TV. in the mall. Or there yeah, used to be. there might be. There used to be, I know. Anyway, we should take a trip. Like, anyway, what's next? Field trip. Let's have a podcast meetup at the S and Not TV store. With just me and you? Okay. With just us, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can set up all your stuff to record it. I mean, we could invite our listeners, but... <laughs> our quote listeners. Can you come closer? Yeah. We Sorry. had one listener and he died, okay? Oh, Pete. Yeah, he died. He's dead. <laughs> um, who's next? Missy Pete. <laughs> R.I.P. Pete. Next on my list is Ben Wyatt. Played by Adam Scott. The second uh, most really? boring person on the show. <laughs> but he's so sweet. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. Not Ben. Ben is wonderful. Ben? Chris Traeger, I mean, yeah. is the second Chris most Traeger boring sucks. person yeah. on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Chris sucks. <laughs> I love Ben. <laughs> ben Wyatt, played by Adam Scott, is a brilliant but socially awkward government official trying to redeem his past as a failed mayor in his youth. <laughs> and what did he do? He was As mayor? What? what? What is his... Uh, oh, I forget what he did. What did he... He tried to... He oh, tried to oh. build an indoor, like, ski it, yeah, place was, or whatever. What's it called? I, I know. I'm trying to think of it right Ice now. Town or something? Ice, Ice Town. Ice, Ice Town. Ice Town. Ice, Ice Town. Town. Yep. Yeah. Mayor Wait, Ice what, Town. What was so... Well, nobody should have let him be mayor <laughs> as a child. What was the thing that made it fail so hard, though? I forget. I just watched it. There was something funny episode. about it. I, I don't remember it. There's some reason why it was a terrible idea. I'm looking it up right now. Just start okay. talking about something else. Um, what else about Ben? Ben, and I mean, we could talk about Ben and he, Leslie's he relationship. He invented a, a board game called Cones of Dunshire. And he also wanted to open up a restaurant, the Locale Calzone Zone. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's my favorite thing about him. Locale. Yeah. That he loves Calzone. <laughs> yeah. Specifically Calzones. Locale Calzone Zone. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about him. Yeah. Uh, oh, and also he, um, what else did he do? What else does Ben do? Uh, I think one of my better memories of Ben is uh, when he dressed up as Batman. Yeah. Was Treat Yourself Day. That's on my list, so we'll get to oh, it. I'm but... sorry, I messed up. <laughs> it's okay. I mentioned it before I was supposed to mention it. It's fine. Jackie's I got it. Mentioned stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Riding a wave of anti-incumbent sentiment, Ben Wyatt was elected mayor of the town of Partridge, Minnesota in November of 1992 at the age of 18. His immaturity and lack of experience led him to be unofficially banned from Partridge after he bankrupted the city by creating a winter sports complex called Ice Town. He attended Carleton <laughs> College where he had a radio show called Zoot Suit Wyatt. After maturing, he becomes a state auditor and helps cities escape bankruptcy. So it was just that he bankrupted the city. I know, Zoot Suit Wyatt. so good. Oh man, it's good. Yeah, I love it. He loves I him. Love I know. Ben and Leslie are on my list of all-time favorite couples. I love they're, them. They're really fucking adorable. They're wonderful. I actually don't know who's cuter, Ben, uh, Ben and Leslie, or Andy and you April. can't you can't compare. Their relationships aren't the they're same. They're different. Yeah. Apples and oranges now. Exactly. Apples and oranges. Yeah. Exactly. 
Anyway, next is Chris Traeger, <laughs> played by Rob Lowe, who Boring. also played <laughs> Scott Peterson in the Lacey Peterson oh, yeah, he story, did. right? Or was that is that what yeah. I'm thinking of? He was yeah. also in he was also in the show West Wing, wasn't he? I think so. Pretty yeah, sure. he's been in a lot of stuff. I don't I don't. Do you find him attractive? Like no. he was like no. always like people would always talk about how hot Rob Lowe was. Like, I back get. In the day. Like, I he get was in, why. You know what else he was? Rob Lowe was in what? the Outsiders movie. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, way back in the day. Because he has, like, those, like, classically, like... He's a very pretty boy. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm, I'm not attracted he to. He might have been Pony Boy. I feel like he would be a Soch, though. No, he was he, he was, was a, a greaser. greaser. I think he was Pony Boy. I might be wrong about this, but... I'm looking up. I guess I'm imagining Chris <laughs> Traeger, and Chris Traeger would be a Soch. Wait, not Pony Boy. Pony Boy was the main character, right? Uh, yeah. He was Pony Boy's brother. Pony Boy one, was played by C. Thomas Howell. Rob Lowe played Soda Pop Curtis. Soda Pop, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't he was his, that. Yeah. He was And Patrick his Swayze brother. played Daryl Curtis. Played the oldest one, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. What a yeah. good movie. I want to watch that. I haven't seen it in I a know, long me time. Too. Oh, yeah, and Tom Cruise was in it, too. And Emilio Estevez was in yeah, it, too, right? Emilio Estevez, too, yeah. yeah. Two Bit Matthews. Two Bit, yeah. And Leif Garrett was Johnny. in it, too. Yeah, it was his star-studded. Ralph Macchio played Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Ralph Macchio. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Everybody was a no-name no name guy. Yeah, C. Right. Thomas Howell. I don't know who that is. Yeah. He also Summer looks Ralph. like he aged the most. Like, he's the oldest now-looking of Rob Lowe? No, C. Thomas Howell. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah which he is funny because he, he was young. He didn't golden. No, he didn't stay golden. Oh, but the background of this IMDb page is an advertisement for Coco, which I'm supposed to go see tomorrow, and I'm so excited. What is it? It's the new, it's one of the newest Disney movies. It's a well Pixar movie. Oh um, yeah, the one I, I told you about. It's like yeah, about yeah, the little Mexican boy who goes to the, yeah, the, the world of the dead with the. It looks guitar. so cute. I saw the commercial for it. It uh, Meredith and I, I really have been obsessing over this since they announced it at D23, which was like oh, a year ago. <laughs> Not a year ago, but it was a long time ago. It was like in the summer. Um, yeah. And it was released the day before Thanksgiving, and so far, everything we've heard, it's like everybody's saying it was amazing. It looks so, so cute. I remember I'm we so saw excited. the commercial when we were, we were at the we were at the Ramada Inn. Yeah, it looks really good. I can't wait to see it. We were watching the Food Network. It looks so cute. But wait, but okay, so see Thomas Howell, the guy who plays Pony Boy, he was also in E.T. And, really? And The Amazing Spider Man, the one that came out in 2012. And oh, wow. Red Dawn. So he was in a lot of big movies. Yeah. And he was in a lot of other big stuff. characters. Yeah, probably not big big characters. Yeah. Oh, and he I've was never in, heard that name. He was in The Punisher, the the Netflix Punisher. Oh really? Which was another show I wanted to tell you that you should watch because I watched it and it was good. Yeah. Um, you were telling first, me you were watching. Yeah, that was something I wanted to say at the beginning of this episode. So, to anyone out there. I recommend watching The Punisher, but you have to get past the first, like, five episodes before you make any uh, judgments on it, because I didn't like it for the first five episodes. Yeah. For the first, like, entire episode, there's no women in the show at all. There's one woman who shows up, like, at the end of the first episode, and the only thing anyone says to her is basically, like, you're a woman, go fuck yourself. So I was like, oh, great, this is a great series. And then the first five episodes... I don't think I could keep watching <laughs> i know i didn't want to and then the first five episodes it's like there's a million different storylines going on that don't 
seem to be connected at all. And, like, you don't really know who any of the characters are or, like, why you're watching any of this, except for Frank Castle. And you only know who he is because I watched Daredevil. If you didn't watch Daredevil, you wouldn't know who he was either. So it's like, yeah. it's like I, for the first five episodes, you're just kind of lost. And, like, I had no idea what was happening. And then it just all came together, and it got really good at the end. So I recommend watching it. Just you, you got to give it a little time to get there. All right. Anyway, back to Parks and Rec. Um, Um, Did I didn't describe Chris Traeger? Because he's boring. No one needs to talk about him. I mean, there's really not much about him. He just he's excessively positive and health, (laughs) extremely health conscious. That's all. Mm -hmm. And him and Anne. um, Him and Anne end up together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which thank God, because they're my two least favorite characters. Two most boring characters. Yeah, exactly. And every time Tr- Chris Traeger's on the screen, I'm, like, exhausted because he's just, like, t- has too much yeah. energy. And I'm just, like, he I does you, have you too need much to get away from me right and now. And, you know, so does Leslie. So, like, it's but enough in a better way. to just have Leslie. You know, yeah. it's too much. But, but Chris is, like, he's, like, actively, like, doing pull-ups and push-ups and stuff while he's talking yeah. to people. It's, like, just sit down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least Leslie doesn't do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She at least sits. She exactly. can sit still. Correct. All right. Uh, you're um, missing a couple is, people. Okay, good. No, I'm not, I'm not done. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, next is Mark Brandanowitz, uh, played by Paul Schneider. Mark is a city planner uh, who entered the field with a sense of optimism, but has since become jaded and disillusioned. He dated Leslie. Remember him? He's from the beginning, and then he leaves the show. From the beginning, yeah. Yeah. From the very beginning. He's the one that, like, Leslie has a crush on early on, and she always says his full name. Mark Brandanowitz. Yeah. yeah. He does not stay on (laughs) the show. I think I wrote him down just because I wanted to say his name. Because Mm -hmm. he leaves the show before Ben Before Ben and Chris Yeah, before Ben and Chris come. Way before Ben and Chris come, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next is Jerry Gergich, or Gary. Gary. You spelled it wrong. You spelled Gary. it wrong Gary. in my notes, Natalie. I, I have it written down different in my notes. In different places. I love yeah, sometimes Jerry. it says Jerry, sometimes it says Gary. That's perfect. <laughs> I love him, and he has a perfect life. I know. So Even Jerry's, though everyone at Jerry work doesn't Gary. take him seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's played by Jim O'Hare. Um, he's an inept coworker that the rest of the department affectionately picks on. I wouldn't necessarily say it's always affectionate. No. He kind <laughs> They're of... They're very mean to him. You know what I kind of, like, liken it to? It's kind of like the way Michael treats Phyllis, but then Phyllis is, yeah. has, like, this wonderful love affair with Bill, with Bob Vance. And, like, with Bob Vance. she's yeah. happy and, like, loves her life, but then goes to work and Michael just tells her she's an old lady all the time. Like, I feel like <laughs> it's kind of the it same is thing with like Gary. That. It is kind of like But similar. Gary maybe has a little bit more of Kevin to him than just Phyllis. Aww. At, at yeah. work, at least. I also was going to relate it a little bit to Toby, the way that you, like, people treat Toby. But it's yeah, not Yeah, but as I bad. understand why people treat Toby like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yep. Uh, but yeah, but Jerry, Gary has a very beautiful wife and, like, a bunch of beautiful daughters and mm-hmm. has a really great life, nice house and great life. And so. Yeah, his wife, his wife's beautiful and, like, is madly in love with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so cute. I love it. Um, 
Mm-hmm. All right, the last character I have on here is Donna Meagle, played by Retta. Uh, she's a sassy hedonist whose mysterious life is, a, is only occasionally hinted at. <laughs> I love Donna. I know, Donna's great. And Donna and Tom's relationship is my favorite. I want to hang out well, actually, so bad. If we want to go into... No, never mind. That's not the next thing. But whatever. I want to I experience a treat yourself day with Donna and Tom. So do I. I just... One of the episodes I wrote down is that episode. We should have a treat yourself day and go to the Korean spa and go shopping. Oh my God, can we? Yeah, yes. let's do it. Treat you. yourself. For my birthday. Treat yourself day. Okay. Let's do it. Yay! Korean we'll spa to, day. We could potentially do like Menlo Mall and Korean spa in the okay. same day. It's not like that far. Alright, let's do it. Treat of Bahama Breeze. Oh, Bahama, oh, but there's no Bahama Breeze around there. There well, is at Woodbridge Mall. What are you talking about? Oh, there is at Woodbridge yeah. Mall? It's in the parking lot okay. of Woodbridge Mall. Okay, let's and go And we there. can get Korean, or not Korean tacos, coconut shrimp tacos. But what order should we do that in? Um, it depends on how early we get started. Because I feel like I want to go to the spot after the mall. Yeah. Well, we could do, like, lunch at Bahama Breeze, then shopping, okay. then spa. And then dinner somewhere else. Yeah, then we could get dinner at <laughs> one of those Breeze Korean again. places. No, we could or, we could, or we could go out in New Brunswick. Yeah, we could go out in New Brunswick. Yeah, okay. that's a really good Perfect. idea. We should definitely do that. Okay. Let's do it. Woohoo! Down. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> saw there was, like, a list, and there was a restaurant in New Brunswick I wanted to ask you about, but I already forgot what it was called, so I'll have to try to find that again so I can ask what you What kind that. of restaurant was it? I don't know, some kind of list of, like, the coziest restaurants in New uh, Jersey for winter for winter nights oh, or something. I think I saw, I think I saw that. And it was just, it looked really Was it cute. Clyde's? I, I don't know. I, I don't remember what it was. I'd have to look. I looked at that list, too, and now I'm trying to remember which one yeah. New Brunswick was on there. But it looked cute, and I was going to ask you about it, and I don't remember now, so whatever. <laughs> I have to find out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, that's all I've got for characters. Do you have any other characters you No, I mean John Ralphio, but we already John mentioned Ralphio. him. And his sister <laughs> Melissa. And then what's what's the guy's name? I'm blanking. The guy who comes during the merger and he's that crazy guy that like screams all the time. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? I can't think of the name. I can't think of his name, and I'm sure somebody is, like, screaming at their phone right now, because, like, this is Meredith's favorite show, and she definitely knows. But, um, <laughs> I can't think of his name, but he's a hilarious character, and I, it's just fun to watch him be insane. I can't think of it. And then, I, there's just, like, this one episode where they go to, like, a, a wine tasting, and I'm pretty sure April's there. And they're just, like, they don't obviously know anything about wine, and they're just saying completely insane things to the people. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that one too. Yeah, sorry I didn't uh, do any research. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. We didn't do a lot of research, no. but what can you do? Can you do? Um, it's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about us giving you you our opinions about things <laughs> that we don't know don't know much about um, in a format where you can't say anything back. It's just, it's great. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You have no say in this. Exactly. Unless you want to email us. Yeah. And uh, if you want to do that, you can email us at rbtvpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so I wanted to talk next a little bit about Andy's musical career. Um, so Andy Dwyer 
is in a wonderful Mouse band. Um, okay, so currently known as Mouse Rat, but it has many past names, and I'd like to read them all to you now. Um, okay. So, previously known as Scarecrow Boat, Malice in Chains, <laughs> Punch Face Champion, Flames for Flames, The Andy Andy Andes, Andy and the D-Bags, Crack Finger, <laughs> Department of Homeland Obscurity, Puppy Pendulum, Possum Pendulum, Penis Pendulum, Red Wagon, <laughs> Jet Black Pope, Muscle Confusion, <laughs> Just the Tip, Five Skin, Four Skin, Three Skin, <laughs> Angel Snack, Nothing Rhymes with Orange, Everything Rhymes with Orange, Nothing Rhymes with Blorange, Ninja Dick, Andy Dwyer Experience, Death of a Scam Artist, God Hates Figs, Razor Dick, Teddy Bear Suicide. This is my favorite one. Two Doors Down. <laughs> Two Doors Down. <laughs> oh my god. Tackle Shaft, Handrail Suicide, Scrotation Marks, and then the last one is Rat Mouse, which is what they call themselves when Andy's not Rat playing mouse. with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And um, one of Andy's best songs that he ever wrote was his memorial song for Little Sebastian. 3,000 Candles in the Wind. 5,000 Candles in the Wind. 5,000 Candles in the Wind. And it goes a little something like this. Would you please? Bye, bye, Little Sebastian. (laughs) (laughs) I watched the video yesterday so that I can remember. Oh, my God. So it was fresh on your mind. You have to watch the video of him playing that song. It's the best thing that's ever happened in this whole life. I may just play that at the end of this episode instead of the theme song. Oh, yeah. Maybe you should. I think I should. I think that that would be excellent. I think that'd be a nice little treat. (laughs) Not that this is at all relevant to the podcast, but I found that restaurant you're talking about you found what well, you did. the restaurant that you're talking about oh you did what's it called yeah it's the dillinger room oh the dillinger room like, yeah that sounds yeah, yeah, right yeah. we've been there a couple times it's really cute we'll that's go awesome. the next time that's where we'll go that night anyway. all right <laughs> yeah that's yeah cool it's cute it's like right up the street awesome what else you got for the this cute uh, bar. podcast um so i have a bunch of uh episode like the best episodes of the show all right we could talk about those yes and then i just have one really funny article that i want to read okay and no fan theories yet there's no No fan fan theories theories. uh but we would love to hear from you our fans we want your fan theories no we we don't want your fan theories we definitely want your fan theories we want fan theories we want fan theories we want fan theories Jackie hung up. <laughs> I, I quit the podcast. She quit. <laughs> this is my last. Episode. She quit. Now we can have our fan theory, theory, fan theory why podcast. Why don't you just well. have your? Why don't you just have another podcast that's just fan theories? Okay. A spin-off. Sounds like my worst spin-off podcast. Can we do that? <laughs> I feel like. You should have a fan yeah. theory podcast that's only like about reality month. TV shows. We could we could have a fan no, theory podcast. No, that's we can't have fan theories about reality. <laughs> we could we can have fan theories about Raised by TV podcast. Oh no yeah. no no! Yeah. I knocked over a chair. How did I do that? Because you were so angry about the fan theories. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, my anger just knocked it over without me even touching it. 
that's what happened. Oh boy. All right. I have a bunch of. Let's talk about uh, episodes. Okay. I have a bunch. Let's go. Okay. So I have, yeah, I have a bunch of the episodes, and then I have for the finale everything for the finale. that like everybody's update, like everyone, ha- what's ha- going on with everybody in the finale. Cool. I don't have to read all of these episodes if you think it'll be too much. Yeah, just do the good ones. All right. Well, I'll just like I, I wrote down a big description, but I'll just like summarize it. Yeah, we so, could just talk um, about it. Yeah. yeah. So this one is Ron, uh, Ron and Tammy. Season 2, episode 8. So I think this is when you first meet Tammy, too. Oh, man. Um, Tammy. <laughs> so the only thing that's, Ron hates more than the government is dealing with his ex-wives, both of whom are named Tammy. That actress <laughs> that plays Tammy, too, Megan is, Mullally his is real actually wife. married to him. Yeah. yeah. And their relationship is amazing in real life. I love it. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so that's basically all that was... A, that, like, that, that, the, this episode was so great because that's when you first get to see... The Tammy-Ron relationship. And I think somehow Tammy convinces him to get cornrows. Oh my god, so you get yeah. To see, you get to see Ron Swanson with cornrows. Because <laughs> every time she comes into his life, she takes over. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh yeah, actually, yeah. So And she works wait. at the library, and she's rivals She's a library with... director who uses her wiles to persuade Ron mm-hmm. to give to give, uh, to give her the empty empty lot that Leslie wants. This is this episode. Lots to turn into the park. Um, she has complete control over him, and Ron needs Leslie's help to break free from her clutches. Despite their ideological differences, Ron and Leslie will always help each other out. Uh, so yeah, then that episode you get to see the Ron... Tammy, and then you get to see, um, I think it's, like, one of the first times you really get to see Ron and Leslie, like, see how they, uh, yeah. help each other out. and see that Ron, like, has relationships with has people and cares about people, yeah. Exactly. exactly. He's not just mm-hmm. a cold-hearted right. libertarian. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the next episode I wrote down is Telethon from season two, uh, episode 22. Uh, Leslie pulls two all-nighters in a row that leads to some sleep-deprived hilarity. She's helping to run a 24-hour telethon, but has already been up for 24 hours creating t-shirts for the team. As she gets tired, she relies on sugary energy bars to stay awake. Normally, Leslie is incredibly hyper, so Leslie on a sugar rush is even more zany than usual. She's responsible for keeping the program going in the middle of the night while while her team works the phones. But Tom is disappointed... Uh, Tom has disappeared with her main guest (laughs) so she has to stall the many humorous and desperate ways that she tries to fill in time include flipping a coin describing episodes of friends (laughs) Ron caning a chair and an an accountant explaining spreadsheets I want Ron to make me a piece of furniture for my home. Oh my god, I would love a Ron Swanson Wait, original. Wait, right? doesn't Nick a Offerman nice actually wood. make stuff? Does yeah, he? he does. Have you ever watched his like stand-up? Buy, you could buy like a no. Nick Offerman boat. Nick Offerman's stand-up is That's so good. good. I'm sure. Nick Offerman was also on Gilmore Girls. What, was he on Gilmore Girls? He played, he played one of Jackson's uh, brothers Jackson's or cousins brothers or, something, or something, and he was so yeah, weird. Cousins. And he, like, they told him that that Lorelai was, or, like, 
Jackson's cousin, that like little Weasley guy, told Nick Offerman's character in Gilmore Girls that Lorelai was a sex addict or a nympho or whatever. So yeah. he is trying to like get her to sleep with him, and he's so creepy, and it's really hilarious. Especially <laughs> watching it now that I like know him as Ron Swanson. I know. I love it. It's so funny. It's really Because he wasn't like... He was probably just like a comedian back then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He wasn't like in a lot of things. Right. Yeah, he was a comedian. Yep. Right. Um, what else you got? I'm going to skip a couple of these. But the next one we we already kind of mentioned, it's the, it's called Little Sebastian, season three, episode 16. R.I.P. Little Sebastian. So the, Sebastian. Belov- the beloved miniature horse, Little Sebastian, has passed away. We get a great quote from Ron here. Oh, um, yeah, it's a good I have, one. I have cried twice in my life. Once when I was seven and I was hit by a school bus, and then again when I heard that little Sebastian had passed. <laughs> His death is a town tragedy, and the Parks Department put on, puts on an elaborate memorial service for him. Andy writes the instant classic, 5,000 Candles in the Wind, for his band to perform at the ceremony. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Ben and Leslie have started secretly seeing each other, despite Chris's rule against co-workers uh, dating. Leslie faces a, and then in the end, Leslie faces a potentially life-changing moment when she's approached about running for city council. So that's when that starts. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one uh, is called Pawnee Rangers. This is, Pawnee Rangers is the episode that introduces the concept of Treat Yourself Day. Treat Tom yourself. and Donna celebrate this day by going on a shopping spree and appreciate appreciating the finer things in life, including massages, mimosas, and fine leather goods. They invite Ben along to cheer him up after his breakup with Leslie, even though he's not one for extravagance. Tom and Donna encourage him to splurge on something, so Ben purchases a a Batman costume and then weeps from happiness. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that part. I think Scott can really relate to this. He's got... Because I wear Batman costumes. He can <laughs> he relate Batman to having, having a breakup and then uh, to treat yourself uh, buying a Batman costume and then weeping from happiness. Is that something he did? I don't know. I don't... The look on his face seemed it seemed like that's something that <laughs> he deeply related to. I don't think that's how I dealt with breakups in the past. <laughs> but I can understand why um, why that character would do that. Oh, no, I can relate to him though. Boy. I can. Yeah. He because he makes stupid games and stuff. And yeah. he bankrupted a he, whole town trying to make an indoor ice cream. I think if you're any character, you're Ben. I could bankrupt a whole town. I think you're Ben. Yeah, I think I'm a Ben character. I don't know what what I am. Who would you be, Jackie? Leslie? No, I've I've thought about this before. I'm the perfect mixture of Leslie and April. Yeah. Equal parts? <laughs> yeah, equal parts Leslie, equal parts April. With a twinge I think you're a little of more Ron Leslie. Swanson. Jackie's a little more Leslie. Jackie's a little and I'm a little more, more April. No way. Maybe. No, Natalie. What am you're, I? Who am I then? You're more Leslie than April. Really? Yeah. You're, you're I'm definitely po- more positive I'm than Anne. I am. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Scott just said I'm Anne. Why is it bad? Because <laughs> she's boring. We were just talking about how she's the most boring character. <laughs> Whatever. I probably am Anne. <laughs> you're probably right <laughs> man you're a little more Anne than you are April I think yeah I think like, Erica's deep more down April in, deep down inside I'm April yeah I think mm-hmm. but I don't really let it show right <laughs> feel you see I'm not I'm not exactly like Leslie because I hate most people and don't like talking yeah. to them but I mean that's how I'm too. But I am why. pretty positive. I am a pretty like yeah. positive person. I'm a pretty optimistic person. So 
they're you're like so I guess maybe I am like April. Yeah. I mean, but we like were Leslie. raised by Ron Swanson, so we have a little bit True. of edge to us, you know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll always have a little bit of Ron Swanson, and I want to party like Tom, but I'm just not that fun. I wish I was more like Tom. I know, me too. <laughs> He's got the entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. He's confident. I feel like I'm a mix between Ben and Tom. You're a mix between Ben and Tom, yeah. yeah. I think you're right. Think confident with no reason to be. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, I think I think I lack the confidence, confidence of Tom. Um, I'm as like as maybe like as um, stupid. <laughs> I was gonna say as ex- excited as, ex- about as excited about things. <laughs> Not stupid. <laughs> excited. Okay, yeah. oh, no. excited. As excited about things. Oh, All right. All right. Uh, got we a gotta wrap this here. up. All right. It's uh, nine thirty. Uh, all right. So I'll just I'll skip this one. This well this is com- the comeback kid season four episode eleven. Um, it's where the ca- low-cal calzone zone was introduced. Yeah. <laughs> was it ever mentioned again? I don't, yeah, yeah, I think, I think so. The, I think it comes end. back later, yeah. I'm going to skip... Okay, so then... So then in the debate, season four, episode 20, uh, Leslie's has to debate uh, for... You know, she's running for city council, uh, and her opponent is uh, Bob, Bobby Newport, mm-hmm. played by Paul Rudd. Bobby um, Newport. And I love so, her, so he basically says that um, if if Leslie wins the election, his father's gonna who's the biggest company in Pawnee is gonna move. Isn't that like a candy company or something? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. what's it called? Something sweets. Sweetums. Sweetums. Yeah. Yeah, sweetums. Sweetums. Um, so then Le- Leslie has some some pretty beautiful closing remarks, uh, and here they are. I love this town, and when you when you love something, you don't threaten it, you don't punish it, you fight for it, you take care of it, you put it first. Aww, so, she's so sweet. She's um, so, so good. then in in season four, episode twenty two, she wins the election. Heck yeah, she does. Yeah. So then uh, we can move on to the finale now. Cool. So the finale, uh, season seven, episode twelve and thirteen. Um, with the gang going their separate ways, they work together for a final time to complete a small task, fixing a swing set. Leslie has a moment with each of her friends. Uh, so that's the basic. But so then, um, then we, we, are, we see where each of them are in the future. So Donna Meagle, flash forward to 2023. Donna is a successful real estate agent in Seattle. She ends up with hilarious stories. She gets kicked out of En uh, Vogue. She uh, came in ninth on it- Italy's Got Talent, and she also served on a NASCAR pit crew. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> She's got a fat bank account, and her hubby, and her happy teacher husband, Joe, played by Keegan-Michael Key. He's so uh, cute. She, start- she starts a nonprofit, Teach Yourself, <laughs> to help Joe and other teachers fund teach education yourself. programs. <laughs> Um, April and Andy, uh, it's 2022, and the Dwyers live in Washington, D.C. That's not that long from now. I know, that's crazy, right? Andy is desperate to be a dad, even though April is... Even though April is into stretch marks and puking, she's not sure if she wants kids. <laughs> she goes to Leslie for advice, um, and Leslie Leslie says gives her some great advice. 
Nobody's life is perfect. You have kids because you and Andy are a team and you want to bring in some new team members. I don't know if you should have kids, but I do like your team. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. And then, as you said earlier, on Halloween 2023, Zombie April gives birth to Bert, Snake Hole, Ludgate, Karate, Dracula, Macklin, Demon, Jack-O-Lantern, Dwyer. Jack for short. Uh, we get an update on John Ralphio. John oh, Ralphio yeah. Saperstein uh, fakes his own death for insurance money. He Then he and Mona Lisa plan to open a casino Mona in Kazakhstan. That's his sister, right? <laughs> That's his sister, Mona Lisa. She's just as worse as, he, as bad as he is. No. She's just as worse as just she just is. Just as worse. <laughs> She's just as worse. <laughs> but their casino falls through, so. Of course it does. Oh my god. Then we catch up with Tom Haverford. In Tom's story set in 2019, which is uh, only a little bit for now, we find out that we find out that Ben became a congressman and is still obsessed with the Calzones. <laughs> Tom expands Tom expands Tom's bistro, a decision which leaves him broke and swaggerless. But as we learn, he becomes the best-selling author of Failure, an American success story. <laughs> <laughs> So we hope he does well mm-hmm. in the future. Uh, then Gary Ger- Gary Gergich. <laughs> Gary Gary Jerry serves as Pawnee mayor for 10 terms and lives to be 100 years old. Gail, his <laughs> wife, looks exactly the same <laughs> and is by his side when he dies at his own birthday party. Oh, but then they even, they even get his name wrong on his tombstone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gary. I know. Then we uh, have Ron Swanson. Ron Ron resigns from very good building company in 2022. Very good building company. <laughs> <laughs> and he asks Leslie for advice. Um, I would like to turn my attention to something useful, but for like for the life of what did I write? I can't even read my own handwriting. I will do it for you. <laughs> You want to read Ron Swanson's? Uh, yeah, but I cannot figure out what. Leslie finds him the perfect job as the head of Pawnee's National Park. No, you missed. That's not what I wanted you to oh, read. Oh, I skipped a bunch of things. The quote here: "I would like to turn my attention to something useful, but for the life of me, I cannot figure out what." Sorry, I messed it all up. Uh, you want to read? God. Your job would be to walk around the land alone. You're People skipping all of it. Stop. <laughs> Scott, you messed everything up. Okay. I'm sorry. So Leslie finds oh, him the perfect job as the head of Pawnee's National Park. National Park. Uh, she says, "Your job will be to walk around the land alone. You'd live in the in the same town you've always lived in. You'd work outside. You'd talk to bears. You talk to bears. <laughs> but it's perfect for Ron, and that's what we always said our dad would 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 have wanted to do. Yeah." Be like a parks park ranger. That for would National be so park. nice. He It'd should do that. With Ron. Yeah, him and Ron Swanson can be park rangers together. Twenty twenty two, it could still happen. Yeah, it could yeah. still happen. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. Uh, Chris and Anne show up during Leslie Leslie and Ben's visit to Pawnee in twenty twenty five and have two kids, Oliver and Leslie. <laughs> They're getting ready to move back to Pawnee so Chris can run the admissions department at Indiana University. Yeah, it's pretty boring. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, they had kids and, and then, they have jobs? Great. They have kids. We named one of them Leslie. <laughs> and the other one, Oliver. Oliver. Oliver's a cute name. It's a boring name. 
I think it's cute. <laughs> anyway, Ben and Leslie are last year. Um, so in 2025, Leslie and Ben are at the are at the Bidens for a dinner party. They play charades. It's super cash. And a rep from the DNC asks Leslie to consider running for governor of Indiana. That same night, Jen Berkeley tells Ben that he should run. Leslie and Ben have a very mature and loving conversation about which of them will campaign. They make a pros and cons list and decide to flip a coin. Ben decides that Leslie will run. She wins, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um... We see Governor Nope, then we see Governor Nope honored at Indiana U- University in 2035. So then, in the end, at, uh, during Gary's funeral, Ben and Leslie are standing in the back, accompanied by what seems to be Secret Service agents. Did Leslie become president? Did Ben? It's never explicitly stated, but their flash forward leads us to believe Leslie held, holds a higher office. Leslie Nope, first woman president? Yes. I think so. Don't say no. Don't say no. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's good. Yeah. That's all I got. My voice hurts. So I just have one thing. It's not really a thing, but I found this article today. Um, It, like, popped up on my Facebook feed, which is, like, our podcast is always so serendipitous to our I lives know, it always <laughs> but it's um you can buy your favorite props from parks and rec right now so you can buy props? um prop props uh, prop p-r-o-p-s i know props that's what i said so you can that's buy you can buy the bottle of snake juice remember snake juice that tom Hapford yeah. made um yes. So it's like the glass bottle with like the winding snake around it. It's really cool. Um, you can buy that on. Uh, what is this website? I'd have to click on it to tell you how much it costs. So I'm just not going to. Um, you can buy a Sweetums apron. You can buy Don't Recall Nope merch. You can call. You can buy. Um, a final word with purred mug. <laughs> you can buy um, you can buy yourself a copy of Mouth the Mouse Rat Tribute to Lil Sebastian, Five Thousand yes. Candles in the Wind. You can buy a Lil Sebastian sweater. And <laughs> last but not least, you can buy the fedora of the jazz god Duke Silver. Duke Silver <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Uh, so get your money out, kids, because it's Christmas time. Get your time. money out. <laughs> get your checkbooks out. <laughs> Write your checks. It's Christmas time. You got your gifts here. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, I thought Those that was cool, gifts. so I wanted to tell you about it. Yeah, that's um, perfect. Especially because it popped up we today to of mention, all days. And we get to mention Duke Silver, which we didn't mention yet. Exactly. Duke Silver. Yeah. I love it. Anyway, that's it. That's all I got. That's all. That's all, That's yeah. it. I've got nothing left. Mm-hmm. What's the catchphrase again? What's the catchphrase? Like yeah. Anyway. What catchphrase? Like yeah. Anyway. Oh, like yeah. Our anyway. You guys have a catchphrase now. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> Someone like, had yeah, to yeah, die anyway. to make it happen, but it happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, right. This, ep- uh, this episode is dedicated to Pete. Pete, 
And loving, uh, play 5,000 Candles in the Wind after this. Pour one out for Pete. What'd for you say? Pete. For Pete. For Pete. 5,000 Candles in the Wind for Pete. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to play you out with 5,000 Candles in the Wind. Everyone, uh, send us, everyone send us your fan theories on social media. Send, send us your fan theories at no. rbgpodcast.gmail.com. Send us your fan theories. No. You can address them to Natalie. Um, and don't forget to rate, uh, review, subscribe. Yep. On iTunes. Uh, follow us on Instagram, RBTV Podcast. And Twitter, RBTV Podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And stay tuned. And uh, everyone listen to this song and think about Pete. R.I.P. Pete. Spread your wings and fly, spread your wings and fly.